It's Sports Arena and it's Extreme Rewinds, your weekly look into the world of extreme as we look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401 of every pay-per-view special and now ECW on TNN in between. You've got myself, Paul, under it as always by Jay. What's happening, Jay? So in roughly eight weeks, when we've sadly come to the end of ECW on TNN, is that going to stay in your open? No, it kind of mucks up the open. To be fair, yeah, it's it easy when it wasn't there because sort of like almost we weren't. We were just going to do hardcore TV, weren't we? But then and the specials and pay per views and the specials in between, yeah. But then this became, became a thing, and you could argue it was a better show yeah. most weeks. So. Well, for a minute and a half, it was the hotter show, and then I don't know. They started rowing with them, and it all just went weird. It's fell out of them. So, and um, if you want to hear what the open sounds like, and you can't wait for like eight weeks for us to finish ECW on TNN and go back to just hardcore TV and all the specials and pay per views in between, available in our archives. Go back and uh, listen. You'll you'll hear the the, the original intro. Oh, that's a reason to go back if nothing else. Plug ski. Wonder what the very first show intro was. If it just said, "Hey, hi everyone." I wonder that because was... if. <laughs> I mean, do you think we sounded convincing when we said we were going to watch them all? <laughs> I think we believe it because it was an extreme mm-hmm. rewind, was it? It was ECW. Yes. It, it sounds good because it's like rewind ECW, but it wasn't explained. So it's hard to, it's harder to find us. But here we are. We are. Forward, don't we? Yeah. <clears throat> I guess what? What, what, what? We're in August 2000. Wow. We're looking at episode 52 of ECW on TNN, August the 18th, 2000, to be precise. And then the following night, August the 19th, 2000, episode 382 of Hardcore TV. We are heading towards that tag team tournament, in case you don't know. There is so much going on. The Midtown Massacre. Oh, exactly. We're going to get some champs. We're going to get people that don't want to be champs, but now want to be champs again. Champs, Finchel. Loads going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's all we covered. Going to be bigger. For the first time, we have to get the, the bracket breakdown. We're going to go through later on in the show. There's loads to stick around for. <laughs> okay. I was going to leave you to it, but you've convinced me to stick around. <laughs> Stick around. It's a stream action packed near hour. <laughs> uh, Disclaimer: We're we'll not kick it off as we always <laughs> near nearish. You can pause it if you want for a little bit and then listen to make it an hour. That works. Um, <laughs> we kick it off on the Friday. It's WTN episode fifty-two, August the fifteenth, two thousand. Um, the, the show kicks off hot, showing us a spoiler for the main event of Hardcore TV. I mean. They haven't, they've moved up a trolling level here. Instead of like, you know, somewhere in the show going, oh, and this is the match you're going to get, and here's the end, they literally, like, out of the beginning, just kind of go, by the way, tomorrow this is how it ends. I I was writing notes for one show, then I sort of had to copy them for notes for another show, and I was just like, well, this is happening. So, um, yeah, Yeah. we, we we won't tell you what yet, because obviously it might ruin. A bit later on, but we will discuss this. But yeah, so we know what happens before we know what happens. 
in a show that's 20 years old. But at the time, it would have been, I'd imagine it would have been quite fucking annoying. Uh, I mean, I really don't understand. Is this meant to drag me over to watch hardcore TV? Um, if it was, you, you could do like a pause photo or something. Yeah, then just to say the set. match. Yeah, go ahead Show me five minutes from earlier in the match rather than the end. Mm. In in full, and then it's like the aftermath of the ending, and everything was just um, made no sense what they were doing. No, and I mean, you assume it's it's you know you you kind of think that it can't be to try and get eyes on hardcore TV, but why wouldn't you? Bearing in mind. At this point, you know your your TNN show has is, is only got a few weeks left. Well, that's it. I mean, I, I get TNN has such a bigger audience, but you'd want as much as audience that could to go over to hardcore TV or at least sort of tape trade or whatever you would do to try and find what's continuing going so you're still invested with the product for pay-per-views or, or whatever, surely... Because this is really like, what was what's going on here? You know. But yeah, that's so they started. And then we get them going Joel for about two seconds. Basically, that tonight we're going to get rematches from past matches. So I thought, right, fair enough. And he he even stops Joel Gertner saying rude stuff. Does no time. We've got to get straight to it. Um, we then get to RVD. We find out he's facing Rhino tonight. Which, which to be fair, should be like a pay per view main event. Like this is a big deal. Yes. Isn't it? This is like a massive, yes. massive match. When you think last time they faced each other, RVD brought it up, said so he broke his leg. But this time he's going to kick Rhino's sort of ass for it, and that's that's that's, that's fair. But you just think this 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 could be like a, you know, the end of the show last week called him out to fight him next week and. This should be like a massive build-up. This shouldn't be a spontaneous. Fuck it, let's throw, just throw away. it on there. Yeah. I mean, but if you're going to do something like that, to put on one big title match in a 44 minutes worth of show when you know you're already struggling, really kind of feels, you know, the 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 very most. So at least they only did one match that's that's of that caliber and of that quality. That's true. They never they just throw away a heavyweight title match. I think that'd be weird. No. Um, we get the intro. Once the intro finishes, we go to the ring. We get another episode of the Danger Zone, which is obviously Louis Dangerously copying the old Paulie Dangerously classic Danger Zone. This time, Louis Dangerously's guest is Cyrus. Um, he says that Carino has made a massive mistake crossing to the network. This brings out Carino. Um, Cyrus sort of then lays into Carino a bit saying who the hell was he before Cyrus took him under his wing so he couldn't make the cut without the network um, Cyrus and uh, Carino and Anton are sort of standing there Carino is about to take out Cyrus when Scotty Anton turns on him beats up Carino and basically shows he was the network the whole time which is fair which is what, what you said it makes no sense Scotty going face and all this backs up everything you're saying what I found confusing was this sort of like turn and all this was given about like 10 seconds he kind of just locked him in sort of the sharpshooter and it just cut straight away 
Yeah, I mean, why for for, for such a, a small payback, why on earth did you go through getting beaten up by Rhino and Just Incredible last week? Mm. I mean, I, I feel like the ideal situation would have been there would have been the next match in the bracket or something. So say if Rhino and Just Incredible got past Sandman and Chili Willie, the next match happened to be Carino and Scotty Anton. And Scotty kind of turned on him right at the beginning of the match. It suddenly became a handicap match where Rhino and Incredible beat the shit out of Carino for ages, but Carino wouldn't give up. So you kind of built him up that or way, but eventually repeat, lost. Or you just repeat the brilliance they did with the Bam Bam and Taz versus Triple Threat. Yeah. Where they actually didn't touch each other. And it made sense that they were in the ring because actually when you look at it, they, they didn't hurt each other. They didn't touch each other. It was, it was there all along. Yeah. Um, again, you could have done that quite easily. Or you did all of this last week and you didn't need the week's worth of, you know, oh, he's a face, oh no, he's a heel. It's not a big enough gap for the turn to mean anything. It's small enough to make it just a little bit silly. And and Scotty hasn't done enough to make it a thing. He hasn't even spoken. No, well, I mean, you know, they were a random pairing. It's not like they were... He, he walked, yeah, he walked out with him. He got in the car with him. But there wasn't actually any, like, true... You know, he didn't say anything or do anything. So there, there's nothing for you to believe. You know, he didn't lead the charge as such. It was just... And he'd set Carino yeah. up to get his spot or anything like that. But it was just... Um, yeah, it was strange. But then when it did happen, like I said, it just ended so quickly and suddenly cut to um, FBI on the way to the ring. Yeah, I mean, it is, it, it's, it's strange that, um, and just like that, Karina's a baby face. Hmm, easy as that. Just wanted to get him away, and they did. They did. Um, so now we get FBI, all three of them, versus Psychosis and two partners of his choosing. You know, six-person match up next. Just Incredible and Rhino? Could be Just Incredible and Rhino. Uh, so FBI comes through, Psychosis kind of drags out his entrance running round, and it's revealed that his tag team partners are Mikey Whitbrook and Tajiri, which is a great shock to the commentators because he's facing Tajiri the following night, apparently. Yes. So that's fair. You know, sort of first uh, entrance for these two as a pairing, so decent. It'd be interesting if he still it did come out to the um the Beck loser theme. So obviously they, they dub it with Mikey's generic kind of dub, but I think at some point surely that's got to change. Mm-hmm. Sort of their, their tag theme. It doesn't mean anything to a lot of people, but watching every week is just it's just hard work. And it was one of the better ones. <clears throat> it was one of the better ones. But the thing is they have some of the other things. That's that's what sort of confuses me. You know, I don't understand sort of how it all works. Like Certain people they have and certain people they don't. Yes, and, and they're all they're all made by the same person. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think of this match? Um, 
I, it, I mean, it's a great match. It really is a great match. The um, the 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 three the the trio of uh, Psychosis, Tajiri, and Whipwreck, you know, triple teaming Big Sal to to get him down and to you know have the impact was was very good stuff. Um, I, you know, five incredible workers and a mountain of a man. Um, so yeah, I think it. I think it was a really good, fun match. Yeah, and to be fair, I think it's kind of um, like I think Big Sal kind of played a part because sometimes when you have got like one sort of massive sort of man with all these others in, it kind of does sort of benefit it a bit because he does sort of stand out more and it adds more to him. Yeah, and I mean, you know, he gets to spots like, um, you know, he's he's the he's the lucha base for for some of the the work and some of the spots. Um, he's treated as a giant and as as a threat as he comes in, and you know, oh my god, how are they going to deal with him? Um, very easily, apparently. But um, uh, you know, I, I I think they 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 made him a spectacle in the right way. Mm. Yeah, no, massively. Um, and then the ending is, you know, a little bit predictable, a little bit what we saw with Joe Lynn and Tajiri, but <coughs> sets up tomorrow night's match. Yeah, it does. So basically, FPI pick up the win here, and the way that it works is um, Tajiri goes to Mist, uh, one of them. They move out the way. He gets Psychosis with the green Mist. Psychosis kind of retaliates by kicking Tajiri in the nuts. And that allows Guido to pick up the win. And then obviously they're playing the was, did psychosis, could psychosis see? Yeah. Um, was that on purpose? Was it not? Yeah. So it's all, um, I mean, it, it worked. It, it just feels weird they use this to sort of build up another match that we're not going to see mm. in an event that. Had already happened. Do you know what I mean? It, it kind of felt it's not like they were even trying to sell like tickets to it or anything. It was just sort of building up a match that we'd seen in an event that you didn't. It all, all just very sort of confusing. Yep. But you already knew um, it wasn't, it was wasn't scheduled to be on the show. Well, yeah, so it's just yeah. sort of it's, it's, it's hyping up a feud for a match that we're not going to get unless it's something on next week's TNN or whatever. But yeah. We'll see. Um, next up is one of the rematches. It's just incredible. Defends his heavyweight title against Kid Cash again. Yay! Yay! Um, again, fun match. I kind of felt like there's a bit where we see Rhino basically the finishing because it's the main sort of bits. Rhino comes out, sort of gores Cash. RVD sort of comes out, um, helps take out Credible, puts Cash on top of Credible. Where you start to believe that if you didn't know, you'd think that Cash could sort of almost pull this off. Yeah, you know? there's there's something about it where there could be sort of an upset here. They they do enough to make it believable that Cash could win the the title here. I felt yes, that's sort of unbelievable as it was. So that sort of happens. The near falls, um, credible kicks out. Um, it ends up sort of going to. Um, At a point where basically they go to the top rope, Francine. It looks like he's going for a hurricane run, I think it is, yep. or something. 
Francine sort of hits him with a kendo stick, which then allows. Um, uh, just incredible to reverse it and then do a that's incredible from the second rope, which looks mental. And that's uh, we end up retaining it. Yeah, I mean, they they they'd kind of built the point that after the last week's match, there had to be a winner. So there was a lot that kind of was let go with that in mind. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was it was it was a little bit convoluted. Um, it was they they did some great stuff, but the the it, it was a bit of a kitchen sink kind of match. Yeah, it was. I mean, and then. Obviously, with credible picking up the win, that then kind of led straight into the ECW Television Championship, which was sort of RVD versus Rhino. And it kind of sat there and made you think, like, on the night, was it just a fuck it, let's fight match rather than playing the whole night advertised thing? Yeah. <clears throat> so um, we ended up getting RVD versus Rhino. Um, credible came out and attacked RVD. Cash eventually came out. Um, he got murdered, and then, and then Sandman eventually came out in his shorts, no shirt on, and made the save. They went to a, a no contest. Oh, oh thank God! Because I was RV, no RVD won by DQ. I, think it was I was I was very worried that maybe we'd moved past the um, Sandman and and Rhino feud. So I'm glad that it's still here. No, he um, he wanted it. He's only human. And, uh, he's only human. But no, it was, um, yeah, so that basically happened and that sort of led to the end of the show, really. And it's quite, it's quite kind of crazy enough, but it was decent. I didn't mind it. No. Um... Sorry, it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of weird because I was obviously reading for my notes, trying to recap. But then when you sort of read back, you sort of just sit there and think, fuck me, so much is going on, right? I know. And, and, and I was only he... reading back, and when I was writing it, I felt like it made sense. I was reading it back thinking, so much is going on in this angle. It's ridiculous. And it all happens probably quicker than actually you're reading it. So <laughs> it, there, there's no chance for anything to, 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 to land or to marinate. It's all kind of like, and now this, and then this, and now this, and then this, and there's two, and there's that, and oh my God, and then we're off to... Oh, okay. That's the thing. There's just sort of so much going on with it all. It's just... Insanity, and that leads us to um, Hardcore TV the following night, episode 382, August 19th, 2000. Show kicks off with the intro, very rare. This is, I can't. The show yeah. actually starts with the intro. Normally, we get a, a thing in the intro, so I feel like this, this is like a almost like a trivia quiz, or like one of like five episodes this actually happened or something. Um, Joey shows us the tag team brackets. Um, we have these tag team brackets. I don't know if it's a good time to maybe have a quick look at let's, them and discuss them. Let's do it. Let's discuss the oncoming massacre. So I think the interesting thing, obviously, first of all, that you pointed out, is broken into three different segments. So basically, the final will be a triple threat. Yeah, I think that's an interesting kind of twist to take. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, because that really it's not a, a standard bracket format. So they've done their own little sort of twist on that, which is interesting. Um, 
first match, Sandman and Chili Willy versus Just Incredible and Rhino. Thoughts? Yes. I mean, this this has been like a well-documented first-round match. So I don't think there's any real surprises here. No, and we've seen them try to kind of get Chili Willy and Sandman to be a thing. Um, and we've just seen, you know, them, them keeping Sandman and Rhino warm. Yeah. Um, what Sandman got this time compared to the last 15? Chili Willy. But yeah, no, it's um, it, it's weird. I mean, Sandman's been no real threat to him, but somehow he's a threat. But then he's just taking him out on like the last bit, so he's back, I guess. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's explained. I I get that one. They wanted this super network team to basically take these guys out and go on to win it all. So that, that's fine. Um, the next match I found a little bit confusing in, in the whole traditional game of Hill Hill versus Face kind of situation. We get Dream and Jerry Lynn teaming up versus RBD and Kid Cash. Um, this feels like a double face team, no? Yes, yes. Um, I mean, again, this is the RBD and Jerry Lynn feud, isn't it? Um, yeah. You you probably don't need all of these to continue going in this way. Um, and you know, just just insane to me that you are knocking out one of those teams in the first round. Because you'd think, go the way everything is, that generally you could see Dreamer and Lynn against say Simon and Swinger, or Dreamer yeah. and Lynn versus say Easy Money and Julio. Based on sort of feuds going on the shows, you would yeah. sort of think, oh, maybe that's that's the way we go with this. Because obviously, RVD, I mean, a dreamer with like Simon, with a diamond and swinger, you could sort of see after the show. And um, yeah, it's, it's just weird. People are just attacking people, but there's no, there's no reasoning for any of them who you're trying to take out you just everyone's trying to take out everyone it's just like carnage uh, so we get that we then the next match is going to be York and Matthews versus Easy Money and um, Julio that's fine it's, that, that feels like a first round match yeah <clears throat> no issues with that next one is FBI versus Whitbreath and Tajiri the Unholy Allowance Alliance. Not sure if it's official yet, but FBI. The Unholy Allowance. I know. <laughs> um, now, uh, so I, I can argue this both ways because it feels like a you know a, a solid <coughs> first round match. You know they have good matches. You know it feels like a good strong chunk. However, you know also this is one of your hotter feuds. So yeah. them fighting to get to each other. And, you know, oh, you knew they were going to have to face off eventually. Um, yeah, it just it feels like weird that you're going to do that first round. 
Yeah, no, I think you hit it. it just again, it's a, it's a lovely match, but it would have been almost better to have it as like a second round match where one of them could have got beaten down, and if someone lost, you got an excuse for rematches. And I mean, there's ways to, they could have done it. Um, I, match... I, I, I don't think we're going to see a rematch. I think this is it. No. Not for a while, anyway. No, no. Um, next up, Baldies versus Dorian and Roadkill. Again, they've got history. It makes sense. I don't really have an issue with that. It feels like we're getting to the real theme kind of situation now. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's expecting any, either of these teams to get too far into the thing. So, no, yeah. which is a shame because Dorian Roadkill has sort of been set up to be chasing champions for it feels like a year now. Well, yeah, you know, did get the shot after not being number one contenders. You know, they've got a world title shot, but they can't get taking title shots. Um, yes. Nova and Chetty versus Diamond and Swinger again. Oh, they they were number one contenders, so you yeah, know, you, you'd you'd think they'd go far in this competition. <laughs> but um, to be fair, there's only like one other team when they got it, so it's really gone against them now. <laughs> Had it all. I mean, this whole stack up. The Impact players might have stayed together. That's some worthy competition. No, just incredible. Didn't want to be champ. I remember. Was no part of this. Um, so they're the matches. It's just kind of a weird, a weird thing. Like you said, the, the top half feels very put together teams fighting just for the sake of fighting kind of thing. The bottom half, it seems like we have our, our weekly teams. We could have had a nice little mix up, and you know, it, for example, like Dorian and Roadkill, if they'd beaten like, I know it's like really far fetched, but if they'd beaten like Justin Incredible and Rhino on the way to the tag team titles. That would have been massive. They would have been like well on their way. Yeah, the bragging rights. Yeah, but but keeping the superstars with the superstars and the tag teams with the tag teams, it just kind of feels like there's too much of a you, you know beating the Baldies again. It's not the same, and it's not a dig on the Baldies. It's just like it's not a new victory for them. So, but I mean, this is the thing as well. So you know, there, there's no one that's being protected going into this. No. So everyone's beating everyone, and and you know. You could have been a little bit more protective of some of your some of your teams here because you know you know the ones that you want in the final. So them getting pinned two weeks beforehand, possibly not the greatest of looks. That's it. So um, again, I'm I'm sure it'll pop up on the TVs for the next few weeks, and we'll work through the tournament. It'll be interesting, but it just um, some. Either massively overfought or massively underfought things here. Yeah. But yes, this is taking around too. Now back to our regular scheduled review. Um, Cyrus Promo, he talked about the tag team tournament basically and how Rhino and Credible are going to bring home the tag team titles at the backstage promo. Pretty yep. straightforward. He's put together a dream team. Yes. Yes. Impactful players. Um, freeway dance, easy money, and Julio managed to defeat Chetty Nova, Christian York, and Joey, uh, Joey Matthews. He is officially Julio De Niro now. Yeah. In in yeah. this, he has, he has moved to Julio De Niro. Uh, they, uh, Joey Styles points out to us, just in case it was lost on us, that De Niro is Spanish for money. Um, Even the bracket is still classes Julio Fantastico. Yeah. Well, again, and this is because they're 
they've, they've done they've done the, the the dub after they've done the the show. Yeah, so um, I mean, this freeway dance any could anyone could have won really. It's about adding momentum to everyone. I guess surprising you with victories, so you think anyone can win the tag team tournament. I, I can see what they're going through. It's it's a fun enough match, and at this stage, the outcome doesn't really matter because everyone's just doing whatever. Because they're, they're kind of gearing it. You kind of really think Rhino and one of that lot's going to win the titles. Everyone else is really an afterthought, as bad as it is. No, you're right. Um, we cut back from the break, and there's still a little beatdown going on. So Jerry Lynn runs out, tries to sort of hit a move, sort of fucked up a little bit, and the crowd lets him know. But we end up with a quick match of Jerry Lynn versus Chris Hamrick. <laughs> was a really for reasons. Fast... Yeah, just for reasons, because everyone fancied it. Really fast match. Uh, Lynn picked up the win. They did. I think they're just struggling to find out what to do with Jerry Lynn at the moment. But he's a future tag team champion with with Tommy Dream. <laughs> I think again with Dreamer here though. They're, they're just of so other people. The future opponents in a minute. <laughs> uh, so that happens. CW from last week basically talking crap about how Anderson's don't like women wrestling and then getting ran off by Dreamer. Yep. Uh, Simon Diamond swinging that NCW Anderson promo talking about um, Danny Doran and Roadkill being like flies. They just want yeah. to squash and then beating up Dreamer. Pretty much, yep. <laughs> That's the promo. Doran and Dreamer and Roadkill around all sitting together. I don't understand this alliance. No. Um... No. <clears throat> but they're, they're there together. Um, it's <laughs> about great team, the Rat Pack, which is strange. I mean, the Rat Pack are amazing, that group and all that. But if we're in the context of this, I don't think that would have been like the go-to. No, and it's not within anyone's gimmick. You know, it's, it's not like... You know, Danny Doring has a has that kind of rat pack gimmick, and therefore, it's just the thing. I mean, you know, it kind of felt weird. He was like, "Oh, the rat pack," and he's like, "Oh, yeah, I know about rats," kind of thing. And it was like, and but Dream was like, "Oh, my favorite you know group of all time, the Free Birds." You think we? You kind of just jump in here, like (laughs) you can't sort of put the rat pack and the Free Birds in the same sort of. They're just. Sooty sweep and so yeah, off you go. Massively different things. So, um, and then this is the bit innovator of are they though, or is Michael PSA pretty much Frank Sinatra? Very true. No one can prove otherwise. Bad Street, now this is where Tommy Dreamer steps up as the true innovator. Did you pick up on what he called them? No. He said they're going to show how they are the elite. <sighs> Nothing original about AEW, honestly. <laughs> so, everyone wants to know about the elite. Dream of Dory. <laughs> <No> kill. <laughs> are the originators. They are the elite. I mean, to be fair, I think CM Punk could have taken them. And 
Rushmore. If you want to do a Mount Rushmore easy and get it done, bring me Dorian and Roadkill. The Elite. And maybe Frank Sinatra. And then you just, you got it all. Um, so, yeah, so that was, again, weird pairing. I mean, you're literally with Jerry Lynn in a tag team tournament, but you're now comparing yourself in a group with these guys. It just makes zero sense. To the Freebirds. So, you know, they're going to defend the title's Freebird rules, are they? The three of them are now a tag team. Again, if this was a six-person match we were going to see at the end of the show, uh, I would have understood it more. But this isn't even a match that's really happening. Yep. Which gets the end even more confusing because Dreamer isn't a tag team with someone else. Um, Louis, yep. dangerous segment from last week with Carino come out and left the network. Not even the one we saw last night on TNA. So they're a week behind. Oh, no, they did, they, they did have the ending. So they did all of that segment. Oh, that was it. They both and, then, and then yeah. they did like 10 seconds of, and then this week this happened. Yeah, which is weird because last week they showed anyway. Yeah. Um, we get adverts to ECW VHS DVD, whatever one it is, which is cool. Uh, Revolution, I think it was. Like Revolution. Um, Chatting over, talk about the tournament and um, doing two things they do best win and look good doing it. Fair. Um, yeah. Main event time. C.W. Anderson versus Tommy Dreamer. And as we found out at the beginning of the last show, C.W. Anderson picked up the win here. Huge um, win for C.W. I mean, it really is. And it would have been more if it was a surprise, to be fair. I mean, it was a surprise on ECW on TNN. Yeah. But um, obviously, Dreamer and Swinger came out, helped assist for the win. This brought out Dorian and Roadkill. They came out and got taken out. Jazz got taken out. Um, CW, Simon, Swinger all left standing top, which I think was massive for them. Thinking with Jerry Lynn. Like, surely he'd come out top his tag team partner at this point. Yes. For arrival time. So. And the Elite are literally in their first get together, the Elite are destroyed. This is upsetting. Yeah. I mean, I mean we kind of like shim through that in about five minutes. That was hardcore TV, everyone. See, said we wouldn't be now. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's a lot of heavy lifting to set this this tag team tournament up, um, and I, I think the tag team tournament looks like it's going to to dominate our TV watching for the next few weeks because there's no <clears throat> special pay per view, so it is just kind of you know carved out the matches for TV. Um, but they're trying to do a lot of parity booking on it, which is which is hard because there are people who are losing that I don't think should be losing, and there are people who are winning that I don't think should be winning, and you know it, it just kind of doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Again, in hindsight, it doesn't um, make a lot of sense, and, and the problem is because they're steering all over the place, they're kind of sort of getting themselves in a situation where they're not focusing on. TV title matches, they're not focusing on world title matches, they're just focusing on the belt which they've shown fuck all care about for the last six months yeah, and and it's, up everything. it's this weird kind of like you know, anyone could win um, who is who is Just Incredible's next feud who is Rhino's next feud, I mean everything's so just meh now yeah. that they've put everything too far the other way, Steve Carino Steve Carino's going to take on everyone I mean, it's not because we've just seen his next feud kind of set up, but yeah, yeah. Um, Jay, what's your match of the week? 
Um, so, um, RBD and, I, and um, Rhino was pretty good. Um, I do think it lost drastically from the fact that it should have just had, you know, a minute's worth of build. Um, uh, just incredible kid cash was good, but was similar to what we'd seen before and lots and lots of gubbins in it. Um, Jerry Lynn versus Chris Hamrick. I can't really say that was a good match. Um, I'm going to go for the FBI versus Psychosis and the Unholy Alliance. Um, again, you know, they're just just really good together. Um, yeah, no, I, I like the energy and I like what the, they do. Yeah, and I see even the, even the big style thing kind of added a little different dynamic to when he was involved. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a, a good shout. Um, get involved in the conversation at underscore Sports Arena, Instagram and Twitter is where you'll find us for all things extreme. Obviously, if people are doing things at ECW, we will always retweet it, like it, if we come across it. Um, classic Rock versus Chris Candido things from the Rock second ever match. We threw that one out the other day on Twitter because someone posted about it. It was good. And, uh, yeah, any custom figures, ECW figures, pay-per-view memories, anything you want to do, um, get us involved. Tag us in it. We'll always share it. We love all that stuff. The uh, figure photography of um, the Jacks, Balls and Spike figures being interviewed by Joey Styles was uh, amazing, wasn't it? Very, very good. Even the um, the updated Sid with the jeans on. Yep. Loads of great stuff. Always appreciate all of them. Um, so, yeah, get involved. We'll be back next week for more extreme actions. We continue to relive the revolution. Absolutely. And just like Mr. Rob Van Dam himself, that was the whole fucking show.